Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman, and I'm a five-board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish, and Am I Ugly, and my new book, The Selfish Romantic, coming out in January. I'm passionate about teaching people to communicate, heal the wounds of the past, feel your feelings, and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met, and we talk about all things growth, self-awareness, and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, stick around, because I think you're going to like it here. Today what I want to talk about was something that just happened in the gym. So I have been on this physio-physical rehabilitation journey and as much as I've been going to the gym since I was 19 years old, but actually since I was 7 years old because I used to follow my dad to the gym, more recently I've been focused on a different type of movement to really help a lot of the chronic pain I used to have around my surgeries and basically relearning how to use my muscles the right way. So as a result, I've been training with a PT since the pandemic. I cancelled my gym membership in the middle of the pandemic. And it was only about two weeks ago, I joined a new gym around the corner from me. And I'm now going to the gym four to five times a week and really enjoying it. But today I decided to go to, I guess, what used to be called the men's area of the gym. In uni, we used to have this separate weights area that was just for the guys and women weren't allowed in it. Yet there was no actual women's area for where weights could be. So if you were a member of the gym, the same membership, paying the same amount as a guy, you genuinely had access to more equipment, to more space, and also there were things that women literally were not allowed to use because it was in the men's area of the gym. Anyway, this gym is quite similar. It is quite um, men heavy. And, but it's the closest one to me. And frankly, if something's four minutes away, I'm gonna go to the gym more times than if it's 10 minutes away. So I joined this gym and I went over to my favorite machine, the leg press machine. And because it was different to the way I'm normally used to, and I could go into the details like it was on the floor rather than a seat and all of these levers were different to how I normally use it. Basically, it was a lot more complicated than I've ever seen in any other machine. I was trying to figure it out also, because I'd not done the exercise in years, I realised that I was doing way too heavy than I realised, so I had to stop and then lighten the load. And as I was changing the weights, 
I had this guy in the corner of the room, like laughing at me, looking at me, judging me, staring at me. And previously, when I was younger, when I was less experienced in the gym, I would have really let that deter me from going to the gym. It would have made me really upset and probably would have actually dissuaded me from working out as often as I have been. But because I'm older, I've actually just realized that that's on them. Instead of feeling judged, I realize he's just judgmental. Because frankly, if I was the person who was watching someone struggling, isn't the logical, sensible, reasonable thing to do go over and help them rather than laughing at them? It doesn't mean you are any fitter than I am. It just means that you've been to this gym before and you've used that machine before. And it's so silly that we let these people, these strangers, affect our relationship to exercise. And it was just in that moment I realized I'd grown because I was like, nope, not letting you do that. You don't get that power. The difference wasn't that he was fit and I wasn't fit or that he was healthier than I am or stronger than I am or any of these things. It literally was just that he's clearly been a member of this gym longer than I have. Therefore, you have more experience with this one machine and practice with this machine than I do. That's all it means. And it doesn't even mean with this type of exercise. I've used a leg press machine so many times in my life, but different leg press machines in different gyms work in different ways. And I'm not a mind reader. I'm not psychic. I won't automatically know how to use it, especially when it was as complicated as it was. And because I've been out of practice, because a big part of this physical rehabilitation journey was actually to dial back the workouts I was doing, I had a vague memory that I used to be able to do 130 kilos. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be that strong anymore. Let's put 75 kilos, half of it. I still wasn't strong enough. So I lowered it down to 50 kilos. And there would have been a part of me previously who would have felt shame around that, would have felt I was a failure. But today I felt none of that. And the reason why I didn't feel any of that is because I know I was doing 130 kilos before, but I was probably doing it and then injuring myself. I was doing it now the right way and I was doing it the proper way with the correct technique and using the correct technique and therefore the correct muscles, which probably in the past I was using my back more than I should have rather than using my legs means I might have to go back to the beginning to start off weaker or lower than I was before. And that's not a failure, that's a success because realizing that doing heavier is not always better but doing it more accurately and in a way where I don't hurt myself is better. And the fact is I figured out how to use this machine eventually and I felt really proud of myself because I didn't let him deter me. I actually didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to waste any of my gym session on this random man who I probably will never see again, might come across in the gym again. But what was the actual alternative approach? That I was just never gonna use that machine? I would need to figure it out at some point. So why not figure it out there and then? I definitely think an aspect of this, and this might be in my own head, but I don't think it is, is the fact that I'm a plus size woman. There's a stereotype that if it was a man trying to figure it out, the man would have probably walked over and come and help him and be like, oh, this machine's complicated. It's a woman, therefore you're inexperienced, you're stupid, you're not allowed to be in that space. No, hell no, I'm entitled to this space just as much as you. And because I'm plus size, it's the assumption I'm new in the gym. As I said, I've been going to the gym with my dad since I was seven, I've been working out myself since I was 19. Very rarely do I come across a new machine, but this one was new to me. Again, not in the type of exercise, but in the way that it had all these levers. It was very complicated. It was unnecessarily complicated. And to be honest, it wasn't a great machine. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. But the reason why I think these two things are related is because I've had this before. I've had people assume I was new in the gym. I've had people walk over to me while I was doing an exercise saying, oh, you're doing that wrong. And it wasn't the fact I was doing it wrong. I was doing a lesser form of the exercise in a way to not hurt myself, knowing there were more advanced versions and choosing not to do that version. And it's always coming from men. And it's always coming from men who are not qualified to help me. They're not PTs walking up and down the gym. It's a random person who's working out, who doesn't know my medical history, who doesn't know my body, and who has this assumption that ultimately they think they know better about your body than you do. So I guess it's with the combination of those events with this one. I just kind of got used to people being judgmental in the gym. And I didn't let it affect my workout. I carried on working out. I actually worked out the longest I've worked out in a while just because I've not had the time to and really enjoyed myself. This is just a story to tell you that even if you go to the gym a lot, this stuff happens. And this is not to dissuade you. If you've never stepped foot in a gym, you've been nervous to step foot in a gym, you've been worried to step foot in a gym, this stuff happens, but you don't have to let it stop your workout. And it's unfair and it's not okay and it's unacceptable. And frankly, if I'd had the energy, I would have gone up to him and said something, but I just didn't have the energy today. And it's okay to not have to say something. I think sometimes when I talk about boundaries, people think that means you have to always confront it every single time. Sometimes the boundary is realizing that even having the confrontation will take more energy than it's worth. They're a stranger. I don't need to set boundaries with them because I'm never gonna engage with them again. I do understand though, if you're new to the gym, this is the thing that stops you from going to the gym. And what it ultimately comes down to is if you stop worrying about their opinion, you can realize that they're an awful person. Even if I was new to the gym, laughing at someone who's new to the gym is a horrible way to be as a human. And the only people who laugh at others in the gym are people who are not okay with themselves, who aren't secure in their own abilities, and frankly, are too focused on other people's workout. If I'm working out, I am so focused on my technique, I won't even have noticed if another person in the room was struggling to get their weights or whatever it was. 
Sometimes the solution with gym intimidation isn't to pretend it doesn't exist or to fix it by confronting them. Sometimes it's just letting that arsehole be an arsehole and realizing, thank God you're not that arsehole. What's funny is that one of my friends has actually been approached by my gym to do a paid partnership to reduce gym intimidation. And what makes that funny is the fact that gym intimidation is not created by the building that is the gym. Gym intimidation is created by the people who work there by not being helpful and not encouraging this beginner mindset and the people who work in the gym believing that they are more entitled to the space than anyone else. It's believing that the gym belongs to certain people and it doesn't belong to others. And it's believing that just because you are healthier, you are fitter, you are more athletic, you are a better person. And that's just ultimately not true. The only reason you should be going to the gym is because you enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, find another way to move your body. And if you're not in the place to move your body, then don't move at all. But we shouldn't be judging people on the snippet we see of their lives. How do you stop gym intimidation? Well, you can't be intimidated unless you let someone have that power over you. And ultimately, even though I'm spending 10 minutes making a podcast about it now, that person didn't have power over me. Now, if you walk out the gym, if you change the exercise you're doing to avoid that person, that's when they have power over you. And so when we talk about someone having power over you, letting them intimidate you, all of these things, the only way you actually let it happen is by changing your behavior. You can't control your thoughts, so you can think all your thoughts in your mind, you can be as insecure as you like, you can notice them judging you as much as you want, but if you stay on that machine and you don't move, then you've won. So let your behavior decide the person you want to be and your thoughts will follow suit. The next time someone judges you, you'll know that your job is stay on that machine until you're done with your set and no one, no matter how intimidating, no matter how judgy, no matter how much they're laughing, can make you stop that set. Fuel it into your workout. Let them laughing at you, judging you, be inspired to not be the kind of person that they are. And ultimately, if you see someone struggling in the gym, ask them if they would like some help. We all were a beginner once, and unfortunately, that is something this guy forgot. We all start somewhere, we all fail at some point, and at some time in our life, we're all going to need help to figure things out. So I figured it out myself today, but don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you're listening to this and share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Michelle L. Elman on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal as well. And we're waiting to welcome you whenever you're ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need, and I know sometimes you forget, but someone loves you, and I will speak to you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 